Hi there, it's Paul. Hope you are well. Can you believe we're more than halfway through June already? Where is the year gone? It's crazy. Loads of racing at the moment. We had a bunch of people running the West Highland Way race at the weekend. It's Western States 100 this weekend, the epic Western States, uh, as well as Lavarido, uh, that spectacular race in the Dolomites is kicking off this weekend as well. So an exciting time. Uh, well done to everyone who raced over the weekend, even if it never worked out exactly to plan. And those feelings of disappointment and frustration can be a really good way to awaken yourself to some of the truths about your why and how you tackled the build-up to the race. Just don't use it to beat yourself up for more than a few days, as James touched on in the last episode, if you listen to that. Awareness and acceptance are the fundamental basis for moving on to the next stage. So please don't get stuck in too much self-torture if it never quite worked out the way you'd hoped. Accept and move on. Uh, So with that slick and subtle bridge from the last episode to this one, I'm going to talk about thinking as part of our attack model for dealing with challenges in training and racing. And we're hoping this might be a useful toolbox uh, to help you improve your overall racecraft. So you're in a race and something just doesn't feel right. You're going off plan or something just doesn't feel good. Maybe it's physical, maybe it's mental, and sometimes a combination of things that might even have started before the gun went at the start of the race. James talked about stage one, which was about awareness, and we need to really know what's going on before we can start to think through some of the options or even just to reassure ourselves that everything is as it should be so that we don't waste energy worrying unnecessarily. Once you have accepted that there is a problem, then we need to spend a few minutes thinking about it and what move we can make from here if it is something that does require some kind of change. And I don't think we can really understate the importance of thinking clearly in ultra running and and longer distance running as well. Uh, Mental clarity and focus can really determine the outcome of your race because Uh, ultra running is such a demanding sport and all things going to plan lasts a long time Uh, any issue that you ignore or any rushed and snap decision can quickly grow into something that's much more serious or indeed be the end of a race for you we likely all at least know someone if it's not yourself uh, who maybe regrets walking into an aid station taking a number off and quitting without first having taken the time to think through potential options. So the first thing I wanted to cover is decision making and strategy. So we make countless decisions throughout a race and even in training ranging from how fast you're running to your perceived effort level, adjustments to how much you're eating and drinking and then normal life research suggests that we make an average of about 35,000 decisions in a day. So if you can imagine what impact that might have on a race lasting 24 hours or more, uh, there's energy expenditure for the physical, obviously, but also for the mental calculations and decisions that you're making throughout that period. So just because you don't pick up your iPhone every 15 minutes, for example, there's lots of background activity happening and the battery is usually pretty low or dead by the end of the day. So clear thinking, whenever possible, helps you to better assess the situation, 
helps you to consider the options that you have and then you can make an informed decision based on the circumstances that you find yourself, on your capacity and your overall goals for the event itself. So you can ask yourself, is that a potential issue or is that a normal way to feel by mile 70, for example? The action that you take on the back might be to accept and check in again later. You don't necessarily have to be taking big actions on the back of it. The second thing is being able to problem solve in challenging situations. So we know before we start that every race has its own specific challenges, be it the distance, be it the climate, the terrain, or the exposure and the risk, which I think James had touched on. And you should be prepared for those in advance, obviously. You know how long the race is going to be, you know roughly how long it might take you, you know what the course profile looks like, but then you've got all the unforeseen obstacles, things like it's a much hotter day than we expected, the weather was really bad, it was raining, it was windy, you have some kind of injury, you have unforeseen stomach problems or you have these confidence issues build up as you go so that awareness James was talking about is critical you have to be able to evaluate and develop some options that you think might help you in some way and the simple thing that I'll try and use when it maybe all feels a bit overwhelming and it can feel quite emotional so it can feel a bit overwhelming is really just taking a step back and asking yourself what is the next best action that I can take now, I've been in an important race before and after an issue uh, that I put myself in, I guess, the internal conversation really went like, oh, fuck, I've gone the wrong way. I'm lost. I've blown this race. Should I give up now? I wish I wasn't here. Why is this happening? I've totally ruined it. All that hard work. I'm an idiot. But stepping out of that circle of doom that I was in, what is my next best action? And that would have to be get back on course. And then I need to drop that negative thinking. So once I'm sure I'm back on course, I do the thinking over again. I'm aware I need to think through my options. So I reassess how I'm feeling physically and what has that impact really been. So how do I make that mistake not define this whole experience? How can I get back into the race? And then it's about mental resilience and refocusing I need to recognise that I'd had those negative thought patterns and understand what, what they really were they, they weren't the reality of the situation necessarily they were my interpretation and that's quite easy to spiral um, when you're under pressure um, and you're in the middle of a race you then need to redirect your focus and you need to replace some of that self-doubt with positive affirmations or even just some positive talk okay I'm back on course I only ran a few extra miles and there's that guy in fifth that I passed just before the checkpoint so I'm not as far back as I thought I was I'm okay I can reel people back in there's still a long way to go I get some focus so I try to stay present and I'm prepared to push through any more tough patches so I'm almost trying to turn around that bad situation into something that can be come a strength later on in the race or in another race at another time and then the final one on thinking really is one that's really overlooked um, and it's about thinking about the enjoyment and the overall experience of the event so when your thinking is quite muddy confused and negative it's never going to bring you a good race experience if you stay in that mental space you're never going to come out of it thinking that was a really 
worthwhile and strong experience. But when we make the effort to have a clear mind, we can immerse ourselves in what's happening around us. That might be the beauty of nature, it might be an appreciation of the journey. You might be thinking it's 3am, I'm on this incredible mountain, the stars are out and everyone else I know is in bed sleeping off a drunk night. Or I'm running in circles on a track with a bunch of amazing people, incredible athletes and really supportive uh, friends and and, 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 and others. Uh, And I'm so lucky to be part of this great sport. So you can find some joy in the process. So these physical and mental challenges are an important part of the adventure and a reason to tackle any endurance sport. They're not just obstacles that appear and you have to climb over them or smash your way through them. They're why we do this stuff in the first place. And even if it wasn't your original pre-race plan, you can get a huge sense of fulfilment and satisfaction in overcoming these hurdles. I talked about this on the live learning session we did with our athletes last week. One of my most rewarding and fulfilling races was a really difficult and horrible UTMB for me. Um, I had some injury develop in the first few hours and by, I think it was probably the second aid station or something, it was really painful and it was slowing me down more than I would normally accept in a race. So I was having thoughts of, I should just stop now, you know, I should be much further ahead, I'm dropping back in this race. But actually, I decided I had some clarity of thought I decided I was going to battle on and I battled and I battled and I overcame and I ended up finishing the race in quite a decent place by the end. And even though everybody, when I got back and finished and I was in Germany, everybody said to me, oh, you must be really disappointed with that finish. I took a huge amount of satisfaction from it. I stayed calm. I continually thought through my options. I tried something, I moved through it and then I reassessed. And our minds have a real tendency to to race too far ahead and focus too much on the outcomes um, versus our initial expectations. Um, And that's probably what I'd done in a previous UTMB when I didn't finish. I was too caught up in what people will think. I was too caught up in this is just too hard and I can't do it and I failed and I wasn't prepared enough. Um, And I don't think, I don't, well, we know that thinking's not useful. I think I could have had a different outcome and I could have enjoyed some of those experiences or at least had very worthwhile experiences if it had changed my mindset. So I'll probably leave it there for thinking. Uh, James Stewart will take it from here in the next episode and talk about your actions. So you've identified the problem, you've accepted it, you've done the thinking and then you now have something to focus on. The question is, how do you make the most of that? So thanks for listening, and I'll speak to you soon. Cheers. That was a fascinating talk from Paul there. Open himself up to some of the things that have worked for him in the past and also not worked for him and he really gives you a sense of what thinking is in our attack model so you've moved from awareness which takes you to acceptance which takes you into thinking and all that great thinking is only good if you can then move to the next letter on the model which is a a for awareness t for thinking and now we move into action next time round i'll talk to you a, a bit about what that looks like how it's worked for me in the past and how it's not and we'll bring it to life 
Action, go, move, shift, get it done. But do it right. I look forward to speaking to you about that next week. <laughs>